So yesterday we saw Gemaras of Mazikin of Shadim that maybe you've learned before because everybody loves to learn it when they're in high school or in our Tisrael, the Rebbeim like to teach these Gemaras. What are they, what shaykhs that if our eyes could see we'd be damaged or Bevai got damaged. We're not even going to try this. There's Mazikin surrounding us. They're to my right, to my left. They're encircling me. So what? What does that even mean? So this is where we start with Coke. And I'll tell you, and I've said it before and I'll say it again, that the, the impetus, Mamish, the impetus for this entire Chabura, which we call Ian Nashi, is coming from Rukuk. The way that he explained Agadita <coughs> in ways that are kilo practical and understandable, and they're, he's explaining, the Gemara is, uh, is not joking when it says there's Mazikin, there are Mazikin. But when he gives it a certain understand, uh, a, a digestible explanation, you start to have a connection to it. Just if they're just shadim surrounding us, okay, great. Vayit to next gemara. But now let's see, let's see a little bit more about this. There was a machlokas. There was a big machlokas, which we're not going to get really get into. The Rambam holds that there was really no shadim. There's no shadim, and Kimat everybody is very upset at the Rambam, and they start to say really not nice things. Like the Rambam was influenced by Aristotle and philosophers. Because I think he even quotes them sometimes. So they said, oh, the Grah the gra ripped the Rambam for this and says, I'm sure with respect, but this is, this is where we're seeing that you're getting influenced by the philosophers because there really are Mazikin. There's many, many Gemaras about it. And everybody says, there are Mazikin, there are Mazikin, there are Mazikin, even you can't see them. So I saw yesterday, Ravitch Meyer brings down from the Kutzker, defending the Rambam. He says, wasn't the Rambam didn't believe in Mazikin? He did believe this Mazikin. But the world... The reality that we live in is defined and created by halacha. There's a lot of this. There's a bigger shmuz. And the Rambam paskind that there are no mazikin in order that there be no mazikin in reality. That's what he says. Because there, were, there was a time where, where there were mazikin and they, there was a problem. But just like, I would say, this is my own addition, just like Chazal asked for erva, right, incest, that desire to go away. And the desire for Vodazar to go away, because we couldn't handle it. We did lose Navu at the same time, right? We lost a Vodazar, the time for a Vodazar, but we also lost Navu. But we needed it to live. So, so too, the, the Rambam, again, he, the Kotzka didn't say that, I'm just giving a little bit of a mushroom. He paskin that there's no Mazikin, so there'd be no Mazikin. What did we lose because of that? I don't know. Okay, fine. That was the, uh, the Shemuz there. I'll tell you one more thing. Richard Meyer said that some people learn this Gemara, I don't know who he says, some people learn this Gemara about the Mazikin. It's not really, there's not really mazikin, but it's germs. Germs are always around us. They surround us. They damage us. They hurt your knees. All this stuff. So he says, first of all, that's, he says on one hand, he's like, that's wrong. You can't say this Gemara is, is the mazikin are germs. He like goes very, very strong. And then he says, what you can say is that the Gemara is talking about mazikin, but it's also talking about germs. I Meaning it could be that the germs that we're experiencing, the viruses that are going around the houses, are kochosara, and there are types of mazikin. But there were real mazikin, besides the, I don't know how to say it, chidokim, I had to look it up, uh, uh, germs. Yes, interesting. Inflammation, maybe also. Information? Inflammation. Inflammation. Yeah, no, it could, it could, that's probably what he's referring to. Oh, the, the tight. Uncomfortable. Right. I'm sure these are all outgrowths of the Mazikin. So let's see what Rav Kook says. It's going to take us, all right, it's going to take us two days, maybe more, but let's see. It's right, so right by the, the sticky over there, Tanya Abbin Yaman on the bottom right, second to last paragraph, Tanya Abbin Yaman Omer, 
If the eyes were given permission to see, people wouldn't be able to stand because of fear of what they're seeing of the mazikin. He says there's a ha'aruch, a very important message here. There's some people who want to know every secret of creation, every hidden thing. They have, they're on fire, they want to know. And this Gemara is teaching a person to, to, quiet, to quiet down from that, that desire. And they're resentful. What's hiding from me? I want to know Kabbalah. I want to know secrets of Torah, the mysteries of creation. They're very, they're very upset that they're not able to be masig, to reach, to understand these secrets. What's this Gemara teaching us? The Kamar teaching is that sometimes, if there's something that's hard to understand, it's a good thing that we're, we're being prevented. Right? There's certain things. Could you imagine telling your kids? I mean, they know a lot of things, but, you know, let's say there was a, some, something happened in the community. Low it should never happen, but something very scary. Daladamas of the community. Would it be a, and the kid's like, what happened? What happened? I heard I saw the fire trucks said. Do you think that it would be good to, to tell over... I'm not, I don't want to say such words, but let's say something really bad happened. Would it be die to tell the kids what happened? To create a fear in their heart for the rest of their lives? Some things, it's, not, it's good not to... You tell the kids. It's, it's, it's okay that you don't know. When you're older, you'll know. But it's not good when you don't know. So the Gemara is saying, there's some things, it's not good to know. And if you know, you get hurt. Don't, don't have such... There's a, there's a certain taiva. It's in modern Hebrew. It's called sakronus. You know what that means? Curiosity. A type, there's a type, and that's old news. Is <laughs> sacrons very? It's really people. Don't, it's really subtle. People don't realize it. It's a tremendous type to be curious about what's going on. Rubbernecking is all the type of sacrons, which is the worst for people who go through it, as you see the neck uh, roll. It's crazy because there's flashing lights. You can't see nothing. Rubbernecking when people are looking at like an accident or something, and it, and it literally the miles. Stops. The whole highway stops. It, because, because of what? Because there's flashing lights on the side of the road and everybody has to turn their head. That's what's rubber neck. Everybody has to turn their neck to see. And when you get to it, you're like, that's what they're looking at? at 25 minutes in traffic? But it's like they're in everything in life. We have, to, we have to see everything. We have to know everything. If Cook says, this Gemara is teaching it. It's okay not to know things. It's okay not to know things. It's important. It's even more important sometimes to not know than to know. And there's a little bit of a moon, a little bit of a shot of a moon. And if it would have been better for you to know, then for you not to know. Kodesh would not have prevented you from knowing it. If it was so good for you to know, he wouldn't have prevented it. Okay, you could tie it back on that. But, now we're here in this game, we're talking about the chush, the sense of sight. Right? If, if a Kodesh would have given the permission for the eyes to see, people wouldn't be able to live. We see from this Gemara the benefit of not seeing. Now we know in Halacha there's certainly things that it's better not to see than to see. Right? You can't see certain things. So so too, not to see Mazikin. And if you go to the Svarim, even the Chovas Alavavas, and he's in, the, in, the, in his Shar HaPrishas, people only know about Shar HaBitachan. Chovas is a whole world order. If a person could learn all of Shar HaBitachan, he will live a very, very happy life. 
Shar B'tochen is a shar in Chavos Levavos. Oh, a person can learn all of Chavos Levavos. Oh, you said all Shar B'tochen. Sorry, sh- all, all Chavos Levavos. Shar Ahava, Shar B'china is a lot. Shar Yichar HaMaisa, Shar Ahavos Hashem, Shar Precious, very, very high levels. He talks about Precious from, from not, a person should not we're, not, we're not there yet, I'm just mentioning what he says, he should not just stomp, look around. Stomp, look around. Be porush. Look when you need to look. There was a mahalach like this. When a, and like, why not? Why not? You don't realize that you're, how much energy you're expending by looking at things. If you want to be shomer enayim, right? shomer enayim, everybody says, shomer enayim, don't look at something that's inappropriate. That's true. But what does shomer enayim mean? You're guarding the eyes, you're guarding the power that your eyes have. When you look at everything, when you eat everything, when you just do everything, it loses its flavor. It loses its power. If you just, right? If you're just total hefkervelt. It's not important. There's no chashivas. Right? When you hold something back, you're shomer, you're, you're, you're holding in the power, you're only using, Shabbos is once a week. If Shabbos would be every day, children wouldn't be as good if it was every single day. It's once a week. Ah, we wait for it. It's a So Sunday. Sunday is a hard day. Sunday we need a lot of ice cream. <laughs> anyway. for the parents, ice cream for the kids. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just lace the ice cream. So, if it would be all the time, right? So, so too, the Shemir Sainayim, the deeper aspect of Shemir Sainayim, which is not usually the way it's taught, because it's not taught Panimis, this is just taught Musr, don't look, which is very, very important, is that there's a koach of the eyes, and you don't see things in its fullest, with the full color, if you're just looking at everything. Also, it just pulls you in a million directions. And that's part of it, yeah. And then your mind goes towards it. <laughs> so if we were given the ability to see these mazikin, it would be very damaging to us. We see from this Gemara the positivity, the goodness of not being able to see. And so too, says Rav Kook, Lamaisa, he's teaching us how this Gemara would be Lamaisa. Is there anything like this? Even things in Seichel and intellect that sometimes it's good not to know. It's too high. The Mishnah and the Mishnah Chagiga says, you're not allowed to ask what was before the world, what's going to be after the world. There's certain questions you can't ask. Malachur, Makedem. It's usher to ask such questions. You're going to get, you're going to get stuck in a place that's, not, that's no good. Okay. So that's, that's, that's a lamais that's coming from the Gemara. Very clear, very strong. Okay. I thought that was very gishmak. Yeah? Okay. Bite. So you, never would have, you never would have thought that. You never would have thought that. It's, even though it's, it's so simple, what are you saying? You never would have thought it. That's why everybody goes fighter. No. <laughs> no, I don't, I'm not buying into that. Like, go fighter, because like, there's nothing to do here. Like, okay, go fighter. Not because... No, no. If you'd sit in... This script cook is, a tr- is tremendous. You could sit in this script cook for, for, for hours to explain how... F- the idea is simple. But to go into the ideas where this... I'll give, you, I'll give you another extension. What? Chukim is a similar is a similar concept. See that we've already that's by us. Okay, fine. I don't have to understand what Shatnas is. That we that we've downloaded. But what about what about trying to understand? Uh, we, we're learning in the morning. Billam wants to know why he can't why he can't go. He was so angry that he couldn't know why he couldn't move forward, and it created an anger, it created a frustration until the Kaddish Baruch showed him. But there's many things in life where you're prevented from something, but you don't see it. Angels don't just, that are wield, wielding, wielding, yeah, wielding, thank you. I forgot already. Angels that are wielding swords don't just appear all the time to us. 
person doesn't make the money, person holding and gets sick, some, some, whatever situation happens in life. The kids, this, the You don't see the angels holding the kid back. Why did the kid miss the bus? Start yelling at the kid, you missed the bus, now you have to drive the kid. But yeah, but you, you're not going to see that the angel was holding onto his knapsack. There was an angel holding onto his knapsack. He wasn't letting him go. But you think that the kid was, uh, was, was late. So you get all angry. You start screaming at the kid. The angel's not going to appear. But sometimes, that which you don't know, you have to know that's... Okay, it's a little bit off this exactly, but it's more and more towards the, the first, the Bavavi. Not exactly this. Anyway, sometimes it's better not to know and to be able to deal with what you have. Okay, let's go back. Memdal. I'm going to buy you. So this gets... Uh, let's see how we could do this. It's like marriage. You can't understand everything your wife wants. That's... <laughs> yeah, so it's better not to know why. The marriage is a big sugya. There's a panemius of that also. There's a big panemius of that also. And if you don't know the panemius, so then uh, you just you make it out sometimes. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, sometimes it's really bad. Because there's no mahalach and panemius. If you get to the panemius at the varm, like the amuna that we're learning in the morning, Right? What is, what come? What are one of the aspects? What Emuna brings out over time, if understood, is that everything makes sense. I don't have to understand everything, and everything is good. So sometimes in life, it's like I don't get this. This is horrible, but I'll just move on. But the level of Emuna that we're talking about is, you don't have to understand, and it really is good, and you can move on with confidence, not just running away from the situation. So so too with. People that we deal with, we have no idea what they're doing, what they're doing. So there's one mahalach is just be a nice guy and like, uh, okay, close your eyes and just, I don't understand this and just move on. But that's without the panemius. If, if you get the panemius at Tavarim and you understand why you're not going to understand, you're going to understand why they do things that are totally illogical and it's actually logical why they're illogical. Coming from the, because when you have the panemius at Tavarim, you can make things that are illogical, logical. Because a muna is that which makes illogical, logical. It's beyond logic. It's beyond logic. It's God logic. Right? And Muna is God logic. So it's illogical to man, but very logical to Kodesh Baruch Hu. And Muna is that ability to tap into that and not have to know why. So if you get to the premium of everything in life, everything makes sense, everything is Geshmak, and everything can help you grow, and you're not just like taking hits. Once in a while, we will take hits, but for the most part, you have a, you have a mahalach to, to build. And that's what we're learning in the morning from Bovavi. He's giving, trying to give us the, the grander mahalach of everything in life. How everything in life could be building, even a tire popping on the side of the road and you missing your meeting. Right? Okay. Amr Abayi. Inu nafshi minan vekaimi alan kikasav ugya amravuna kochad minan alfa mismal veravusa mimine. The Gemara had two statements of the amount and the position of the of the mazik and the surroundings. You remember, Abayi says that there are so many they surround us like a, a ditch surrounding a mound of grapevines, total surrounding us, and there's lots of them. They're much more than us, infinite, right? Rav Huna says that first of all, they're to the right, they're to the left, and to the right. Right? Different, they're not surrounded, they're to the left and to the right. And there was a number. One of them was 1,000 on the left and 10,000 on the right. Right? Another Nakuda is that the, we saw in the Masar Sashas, the Gemara said 
for Ravuna, and that's what the Pasuk in Tehillim, Tzadik Al says, Yipo Mitzidcha, right? you can knock down those mazikin that are on your right and your left. It doesn't bring a Pasuk when it's talking about a bay. So three Nakudas. Number one, the position, surrounding versus right and left. Number two, the amount. Abai just said there's infinite, or there's tons. And Ravuna said that there's 1,000 and 10,000. It was a limited number. And three, point number three, was the Pasuk, that we can knock down those to the right and the left, but it never says we can knock down those surrounding us. Okay? Three Nakudas, and Rav Cook explains exactly what the difference was between the two. Half a fella. I mean, it's hard to express what Rav Cook is doing over here. And you, in a million years, you never would have thought such things. Okay, let's see if we can explain. We'll probably have to continue tomorrow. Says Rav Cook. There are two major reasons of the lacking and the damage to a person. This is directly connected to what we're learning in the morning of Directly. You have what we're talking about. Why does the person get angry? I'm going to tie it in because we're learning it. Why does the person get angry? Two major reasons. No, why does the person get angry? Two, two reasons. Either natural consequences. There's a there's a, a nail on the road, or the weather, or whatever, or somebody, people, person, right? So there's two major ways that a person gets damaged in this world. There's many, many <clears throat> messengers of hefsed in this world, right? People, right? people have to grow in this world, and sometimes people get damaged and things get taken away. HaKadosh has many messengers to them. Just like there's many messengers of that which keeps us alive. We have water and rain and air and, and ground and sun and food. There's millions of ways to keep us alive. There's also many things that can be us. One is from the Teva of man. Which is inclined towards a certain Hefzid. That this person is going to either things surrounding him are going to damage him, or himself. There's a certain teva that he has. That that's just the way it is. Sheino tali klobe meisim. It's nothing to do with his meisim. It's a certain teva. Again, it could be nature surrounding him that will damage him. Lightning strikes and you know cracks a tree, destroys his car. Natural consequence. You didn't do anything wrong. Who would have thought not to park the car? Vahasheni the second way. <clears throat> it comes from the person himself, his actions. That stimulate, that create the ra, the bed, and the ultimate hefsid that's going to be happening in your life. So two ways a person has lacking losses in his life, damages, either from outside natural consequences or inner natures that a Kaddish Bible creates that you can't necessarily stop. And then there's the things that you, quote-unquote, cause with your Bechira, your Maisa. Says the Gemara, it's a Gemara Yushalmi, it's something that's spoken about in the deeper Svarim, uh, like uh, the Ramchal Moshe, his Talmud of uh, Moshe David Vali. Moshe David Vali took everything in this world, this creation, and he, and he tied it into Panimis to explain. And there's a major Yusuf that in creation, if you look at all of creation, only <coughs> circles were created. Kaddish Baruch creates circles. Look at the sun, look at trees, 
even our body, look at our fingers, they're circular, they're not square. Kaddish Baruch can do anything, but he didn't create squares in creation. Everything's rounded. Animals, there's no square animal. There's a, there's a rounded nature to them. A kadur, a circle, eagle. Think about it. Man creates squares. Look at these bookcases. We took from a circular tree, and we cut it down exacting, and we made it into a bookcase, or to a safer. Or we took the metal, and we made it into a chair that has a, a defined shape of, of a square nature. Tables. Everything. Man takes God's circles and makes them into straight lines. Think about it. It's fascinating horror. And he quotes, I never saw this before, he quotes in the bottom from the Yerushalmi and Maestras. I'll have to look that up. I never saw that before. I've heard it from the quote, quote from the Svarim Akdoshim. But a lot of times the Svarim Akdoshim were really just quoting lines in Gemaras. Often Yerushalmi's too. A little bit of a deeper aspect to the Yerushalmi's. So it says Rav Kook, right? the nature is Yisyachis, it's related always to a kadur, to a, like a ball, a circle, the eagle, a circle. Ain meruba bris, there's no square in creation. Not because a kadur can't make squares, he wants to give man the opportunity to engage in creation, right? Remember we discussed Torah Shabbat Peh, right after Hanukkah, how Torah Shabbat Peh is our ability to connect to Kadur Shabbat Peh, creating Torah ourselves, that's like the straight lines, yeah, okay. And all creations are circular, kadur, like a ball. And we have a kadur, a ball. There's no right and left, right? It's a circle surrounding. Lahoros to teach. From that side of teva, nature, from a kadur baruch, it's not mother nature, it's a kadur baruch's teva, which he's not asking us. We can't do anything. It's up to him totally. Ain chilik bofen hanhaga. There is no difference in the hanhaga of man. Meaning, the meisim of man is not going to change the weather. If you were your, you were such a good boy yesterday, and you daven so well, and you learned so much, and you know you have an outdoor event today, that ain't going to change the weather. Kodesh Baruch decides that doesn't matter your meisim. He might not make it rain. He might make it rain. Nothing to do with your meisim. Satev. Kodesh Baruch decides the weather every single day. When it comes to Teva, nature, which would need its you know, definitions of parameters, when it comes to that thing called nature, HaKadosh Baruch acts upon Jews and non-Jews alike. Like a good person in Chote. The weather affects everybody. Right? That's when it comes to most things in life which are natural. And if you really, really understand it, everything's really coming from a Kodesh Baruch But let's say the natural events. Again, the tire popping, the weather. You can't control nothing. All you can control is one thing. What can you control when the, when the weather is bad and, you, and your outdoor event is now ruined? Attitude. Your attitude. Your, 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 your reaction. That's it. You can't create. You can't change the nature. That's up to Kodesh Baruch Now, he says, so you see, so when it comes to, right, when it comes to the natural in life, circular. When it comes to the human intervention, it squares lines. Okay? Says, says Rav Kook, and he's quoting from the Arizal, Ukvar nezbar bedivrei chachmas ha'emes, chachmas ha'emes is usually referring to Kabbalah, the chachm of truth is Kabbalah, sod ha'igulim v'yoshim. Maybe you've heard these words from Rebbe before, or Yossi, there's a sod, this is called Igul and Yosher, circles and lines. 
it's it's a, it's prokim in Kesar Rizal, Igulim and Yosher, and this is this is the concept. This Gemara is referring to Igulim and Yosher, Igulim Morim Hanhaga Hativis, and this is what the Rizal talks about that the circle Kilu, the circles of life, are coming from Teva, meaning Hakadosh Baruch is around Teva. He ain't asking you what you want the weather to be today. That's just the way it goes. The Yosher, the straight lines, Moran Hamaisim. That's where we human interaction matters. It does matter about your mitzvahs. It does matter about your kavana, right? It's also called or makif and or pnimi in a similar way, but I don't want to get into that now. Shabazeh, when it comes to the mice and the squares, yeshimin yusmo. There is a right and a left when you're talking about lines and squares. When it comes to circles, there's no right and left. It just surrounds you like a ditch around a mound. But when it's talking about the actions of man, then there is a right and a left. There is, when it comes to nature, there's no number, it's infinite, it's God. When it comes to the, the man's intervention, there's right and left, there are finite numbers. With that, we'll continue tomorrow.